every single animal and non-human animal has their own song and they carry it with them every minute of the day and it's the song their heart makes. So if you put your hand on your heart, that's your song. That's your special song. And every animal has that. And all those songs are beautiful together and, in, and loving and caring and lovely to listen to. And that inspired the title of the work. So... Um, I'd like to imagine that skywells are real and soar through the sky like an aerial seal. But until I find one, it's enough that I see the real living animals all around me. Nature is full of such wondrous creatures, all with unique and miraculous features. Plenty of animals just as amazing as the marvellous skywells and kids they are raising. So here are some stories, believe me they're true, about some of the creatures that live around you. There's so much to learn from the ways that they dwell and we can imagine the skywells as well. So here is a picture of Skywell and Skywell Papa with all their children and they're up in the sky. Now these guys, they're not real. They kind of just came from my imagination. And in fact, they're actually hot air balloons that we're going to be here today, but it was just a tiny bit windy. And if it's windy, those Skywells don't come out because they don't like the wind. But hopefully, they're going to come out next Saturday morning. Yeah. You can't control, you can't control animals. And you definitely can't control this, these sky whales. Because um, they're the boss. Nature's boss. That's how I see it. So, sky whales are imaginary creatures inspired by the wonders of nature. And here's a picture of the hot air balloons. Have you guys ever seen hot air balloons? Have you seen them fly through the sky? Yeah? Only in pictures. Yeah? Oh, well then please come next Saturday because they're enormous. And they fly and they, um, they catch the currents and they float through the air above us. They're magnificent. Okay, so they fly through the clouds and they've travelled all over the world. What do you think they could have seen in their adventures? So these skywalls have been to Japan. They've been to um, Brazil. They've been to um, um, Ireland. What, are, what things do you think they might have seen? Yeah? You, oh, they probably saw... To they did actually see Tokyo. You're so right. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think they saw the pyramids? Would that be great? Do you think they saw the Amazon? It'd be amazing being 
being a sky whale, wouldn't it? The stuff that you would see. You might have spied a giant balloon sculpture of the sky whale floating in the sky, looking down on all the incredible creatures that we live among. And in their own way, the animals that we live amongst are just as miraculous as the flying whales. So let's travel with the sky whales and look at some now. So the sky whales were born in Canberra. Um, and, they, and this is the Canberra Tower, and this is Lake Burley Griffin, and that's where they live. And at the moment, they're going all around Australia, so they're coming to Adelaide, but they've been to Bordertown, and they've been to Maitland, and they've been to Albury, and they're going all around the top of Australia to Cairns and to Araluan. They're on a big sky whale adventure around our beautiful country. Have you ever wondered why there are so many different kinds of animals and why each one is so perfect for the place that it lives in? The reason is that animals change. Little by little, over hundreds and thousands and millions of years, this is called evolution. They keep changing until they're just right. Over time, all these little changes add up to really big ones. And we call this evolving. So all the animals that live with us, including humans, we're all just right. We've all evolved to be exactly perfect for our environment. We've all perfectly evolved. And some animals haven't had to change that much, like, like sharks and alligators. They're just already perfect, and they've been like that for a really long time. But humans, we've changed a lot, even just in the last uh, few hundred thousand years. So 48 million years ago, there was this little creature here. He was kind of like a hoofed little donkey. And... This creature evolved a little bit to 45 million years ago. That's 3 million years. And then a few million years, he evolved to this. This creature here that was more standy up. And then this 34 million years ago, this creature was like much bigger and, and kind of wasn't standing as much. He was sort of slightly bumping around and kind of taking off a little bit as he ran around. And then eventually, 31 million years ago, they just took off and flew in the air. That's amazing. That's evolution. So remember this little guy. Because it's from that little guy that the big blue whale evolved from in our history, in our natural history. So this blue whale evolved from this little creature here that roamed on the land with four legs. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And me thinking about that, isn't that amazing that the whales evolved from like a little creature that roamed the land? I thought, hey, if they went into the sea, maybe they could have gone up into the air and maybe it might have been easier in the air because at least they don't have to hold their breath when they're swimming around. 
it's an incredible idea, doesn't it? Like it blew my mind and that's how the Skywells were born. Because I was thinking, wouldn't it be much easier than being in the very cold, dark place where you have to keep eating all the time just to keep warm and have all that, that bulk on you? So, here's the story. A very long time ago, small animals, a bit like those pigs I just showed you, they left the land and they made their home in the sea. Over millions of years, they evolved into the biggest animals that ever lived, the blue whale. And it's still the biggest animal that ever lived. A blue whale... Yes, it's bigger than an elephant. Oh, my golly. I want to tell you something amazing now. It's going to blow your mind. A blue whale is so big that its heart weighs as much as a car. Just remember that when you're driving around. You're driving around in a, in a whale's heart. I know. And guess what? Its tongue weighs as much as an elephant. I'm not kidding. No, it's just as big as an elephant. That would be an incredible adaptation. Yeah, to have double animal. I love that idea. That's your art idea. The double animal. Wow. Keep that. Work with it. Yeah. If a sky whale met a blue whale, what sort of whaleish things do you think they might talk about? Whale party. A whale party. Where do you think they'd have it? Oh, they'd have piñatas with fish, fish piñatas. I love that. They so how down the bottom? So these guys and those guys. How are these guys going to get down there? Yeah, they'd probably have a night party, I reckon you're right. These guys would have to really weigh these guys down. They'd have to, like, push, get them down so they could go right to the bottom and bring them down there, have the party, and keep give them air, heaps of air. Oh, they'd have to, like, these guys would have to, like, collect lots of air so they could stay down there and have that party. Or they could just have it midway. Or these guys could just, like, pull them up. They'd have to find s what whale, what things that do you think they might talk about? Oh, that's right. They could go to they could go onto the the place that they all evolved from, where they all came from the land. Yeah. How the blue whale? Yeah, it would be it would be hard. Yeah. Do you think they talk about what they ate? Yeah? Air krill, exactly. You know about whales, don't you? Yeah. Do you like, like do you love whales? Me too. Yeah, I love whales. Yeah. Sky plankton, yeah. Yeah, sky plankton. Um, yeah, because whales do a lot of good in 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 the ocean. Um, they'd be th and what could the sky whales do? F they maybe clean up pollution. 
like trees do, take carbon dioxide and make it into sap and oxygen. Yeah, they probably they probably talk about how do we help the world keep going because that's what animals do, and we don't even know that they do, but they just do it. That's 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 part of how they live in the world. And so, let's look at these guys. Like these are real uh, these are real animals that live in our world, and it's incredible. The Fitzroy River turtle, this guy here, also lives in the water, like. Um, like the, the big blue whales. And they usually breathe air like us, like the whales. But if they want to, they can breathe underwater through their bottoms. <laughs> yeah. That's an amazing adaptation. I'd like to breathe through my bottom. <laughs> yeah. This lets them stay submerged for up to three weeks at a time. How crazy is that? So if these guys go, oh my God, there's someone up there and he's a predator and I don't want to see him. I'm just going to go underneath here for like three weeks and evade him and just breathe through my butt. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to do that? Yeah. I'd love it. Do you think that the sky will stay up in the air all the time? Or do you think that they come but down to land? These skywalls here, do you reckon they would ever need to come down to the land or do you think they just live off sky plankton? Maybe. Do you think, what do you reckon? Do you think there's any reason that they'd have to come back to land like they were when they were little pigs? Or little donkey pigs? Any ideas? What would they want to do on the land that they couldn't do? Yeah? Absolutely, yes, you're right. There could be a giant storm up there full of <gasps> lightning and rain. And so they'd have to hide maybe in amongst the trees away from the storm. Yeah, and they'd be vulnerable then, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd have to be really careful. Absolutely. True. There are yes. There are there are yes. They could be fallen on by trees and then they couldn't get out. Yeah, because they're just used to flying around, flying out of. Yeah. Hey, do you reckon they give birth in the sky or on land? On land, because maybe you wouldn't want to drop your baby as soon as you had your baby. <laughs> they, had, they have a little carriage. They make their own little carriages out of maybe clouds. Oh, they make their own carriages out of bas Oh, out of the basket, yeah. You know that bats give birth upside down. That really blew me away. I know, I mean... I mean, just fancy pushing a baby up rather than down. It's like, whew, and you don't want to drop it. Just would not want to do that. And they, that's right, they can't fly, so they have to be held for quite a few weeks before they can fly themselves. Okay, now let me tell you about these little guys. Did you know that there's an animal that is smaller than the smallest ant, 
but tough enough to survive on the moon. We can't survive on the moon. Tardigrades are tiny creatures with eight legs that live in the water. They surround us, but we never see them. We don't see the sky wells either, do we? No. It's amazing that something so minuscule can be so powerful. Do you reckon the sky world could survive on the moon? Yeah? Maybe? 50-50. Oh, you think it, they could get all the way up there? Yeah. Be, it's a really long way to get to the moon. It'd be maybe they'd have this um, physical, as you say, degradation. Be pretty, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the world is full of tiny creatures called bacteria. Now, tardigrades aren't bacteria, um, but bacteria are these tiny little things. And they help all kinds of animals, including humans. The little light that dangles in front of the anglerfish, this is an anglerfish, is powered by bacteria that glow in the dark. I know, it's so cool. It's so black in the deep, dark sea that this tiny light attracts smaller fish towards the anglerfish. And what do you reckon happens when the little fish go, oh, there's a light, there's a light, there's a light, there's a light, and I'm going around. What do you think happens? Yeah, but... Um, that's what happens. It's like game over, guys. Yeah. Because the light's so bright. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you just, 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 you just got to be careful, the lights you go towards. Just got to be careful that there's not just some giant anglerfish behind it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that tree kangaroos also have tiny bacteria that live in their tummies? This lets them eat leaves that are poisonous to other animals. So it helps them digest those leaves. Tree kangaroo, oh yeah. Uh, tree kangaroos are the only kind of kangaroo that can live in the treetops like monkeys. They kind of look a bit like monkeys too. Have you seen them? Yeah, well, tree kangaroos, um, they can do this with their legs, whereas most kangaroos, they can't. Most kangaroos do this. Whereas tree kangaroo can do this, and they can do that. They can go backwards. So tree kangaroos are amazing and an incredible um, creature that we have, um, that we're so lucky to be around. 
Isn't it amazing how animals can find a way to live in so many different places, even when they don't seem to belong there? Like a kangaroo in a tree. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, those red pandas are pretty special as well. I reckon they're kind of related in a way, sort of. I guess we're all related. Okay, so skywells live in the air, but they aren't birds. Humpback whales live in the water, but they aren't fish. They need to breathe, like fish of gills. Now, hump humpback whales, they feed their babies milk, just like we do. But they have to do it underwater. That would be so hard. It was so hard doing it, doing it above water. Let me tell you. <laughs> Their milk is thick like cream so that it doesn't wash away in the water. Actually, it's, uh, it's actually as thick as toothpaste. It's really, really thick. Do you think that sky whale milk would, would be like humpback whale milk? Or perhaps, do you think it might be not thick, it might be light and fluffy to help them float? Yes? They might what? Oh, sweetie, I'm... I'm yes, they probably have really light milk so they can float. There's something in that milk, just like in mother's milk. They've got something in mother's milk that gives you a good, um, a good, um, uh, bacteria. But what's that word I'm looking for? That help, what do we help our child have an immune system? Yes, it could be fluffy like a milkshake, absolutely. Oh, who said about who wanted to know about elephants? Because here's an elephant one. Did you know that the oldest grandma in a herd of elephants is the one who's in charge? I like that. And it is the youngest baby that she cares about the most. I even like that better. With elephants, the whole herd looks after the youngest. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's how it should be in life. Whole communities should look after young kids. We should all be responsible. Exactly. And they need help. They need all the help. We used to think animals were really different from people. But when you look at how some animals take care of their babies, you can see that we have a lot in common. Love and care is something that you can find in many places not just in human spaces, we can find them in non-human spaces, in other animals. Oh, cassowaries. Cassowary chicks are cared for by their fathers. It's the same with penguins. But cassowary dads are even more protective. He looks after them for more than a year and he'll do anything to keep them safe and happy. Don't ever get in between a cassowary and their chick. Like, just turn around. 
What Sky? What Skywell's favorite game? Skywell Papa's favorite game to play with his chicks. What do you reckon that might be? Do you want to? Yeah, tell me. Oh my gosh! Fancy hiding in the clouds. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Yes. Sky chases. I want to play that now. Yeah, me too. I'd love that. Like Skywalk Papa, a dugong mother carries her babies in a special way. She takes them on her back until they learn to swim and hold their breath. Because dugongs are mammals. They're not fish. They need to breathe. And so their babies need to learn how to take water and swim. Um, she takes them on her back until they learn, I said that, didn't I, to learn and hold their breath. They live their whole lives in the sea, but they can't breathe underwater. How do you think Skywalk Papa would carry his babies? On, on, and on his, anyone? Yep. Yeah. On his back is a is an excellent place, yeah. On his shoulders, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're you're you. Yeah. Maybe maybe they produce helium. Yeah. Because you're right. How do they float? And you're right. Helium is a gas that 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 levitates. So that's a very interesting question you've already raised with us. How do they fly in the air? How do they levitate? So what sort of gas is inside them? I used to think that maybe their tummies produced a gas and maybe they might be helium-producing tummies because actually helium is um, a gas that we're running out of. So we have to be very careful about how we use it. So, yeah... So, yeah, it's good. You've raised an interesting point. Now, orangutan children are homeschooled. They stay with their mothers for at least six years, learning how, they, how to find the best food. They're only allowed to go off on their own when they know all the secrets of the forest. I often feel like I'm an orangutan mum. And when I tell my kids to drink their homemade green smoothie, I just tell them, orangutan mum, you just got to do it. Um, but that doesn't always go down well now that they're 16. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would the Skywells teach their babies? Maybe how to catch air currents? Because that's how hot air balloons go through. Like, you know how there are air currents in the sea? There's air currents in the air, and that's how the balloons move around. So Skywell babies would need to learn all about the currents. Ah, here we go. And that's where we'll leave all these fabulous creatures. There's so much to see and so much they can teach us. They show us that life is an intricate system where all have a place that's especially for them. They're all so diverse, distinctive, unique, with flippers and tails, or wings and a beak. Yet they're all so perfectly suited 
to be in exactly the right sort of water or tree. I'd like to imagine that Sky was a real and soared through the sky like an aerial seal. But until I find one, it's enough that I see the real living animals all around me. Thank you, guys. It's been really good. Thanks for your lovely questions. Bye. The wonderful Thanks, producer Sam. Piccinini, thank you so much. And Patricia will be uh, sitting at the signing table for a little moment. If you've, like, if you've got a book um, or something to sign, Patricia will be signing for a little while. And if you don't have a copy of Every Heart Sings, it is available in the book tent over this weekend. So make sure you grab a copy. And fingers crossed uh, that we'll have the Sky Whales back here at next Saturday, next Saturday morning, uh, around 5.36ish to 8.30. So hopefully we get to see the wonderful sky whales, weather permitting. But if not, we got to see the wonderful Patricia Piccinini.